What's up, everybody? It's Isaiah from Now You Know. Today's episode is going to be a conversation with a good, really good buddy of mine that I met while serving in the military. Um, just a couple of things we're going to go over, just a mindset, you know, just talking about what drives us, maybe some principles and uh, what we both currently got going on in our lives and see where the conversation goes from there. And we're hoping that we can learn from each other through the conversation and maybe the listener can learn something as well. All right, here we go. Yes, sir. Hey, what's happening, man? What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. Welcome to Now You Know. Now You Know. Let's get it, man. Let's get it. Let's get it. All right. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, just welcome you to the show, man, the podcast. This is Thank something you. that, yeah, man, I appreciate you for being here, man, uh, today. I just wanted to, you know, just give a little brief overview of, you know, how we came about and stuff like that as far as friendship and everything. Absolutely. Yes, sir. That works. All right, man. Yeah. So um, I remember uh, it was the year 2015. You deployed. Yeah, man. Wow. It was wild, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was crazy, man. Like, that was just such a special time looking back on it. You know, some of the conversations we were having just back then uh, as we were deployed firefighters. In Jordan, yeah, we can say it now. We were in Jordan, right? Floyd, and uh, you know, I was just a firefighter, and you were too, you know, trying to find my way in this life. And I remember, you know, we would talk about some of the books that we would read, and we would just exchange. I think we exchanged books as well. So, you know, yeah. we always kind of like, you know, saw something in each other, you know, and I think that's just a beautiful thing to see how it's about to come full circle. Absolutely, man. Speaking on that too, man, it's it's uh it's pretty, like I remember uh coming across your uh your Instagram page, uh just scrolling through, looking at the stories, and I seen you working out, and I was just like, man, this dude looks like he's still on track as far as since the last time I seen him. Right, all right. You know, and then um I remember we we linked up, and uh you actually started uh training me as a as a fitness coach through yeah. uh this workout plan that you gave me. And uh, I just want to say, man, that it's, uh, it's, it's actually been improving my, uh, I guess, lifestyle and, you know, bringing me back to where I once was. Man, I, I'm glad I could be like something like that uh, in your life and whoever, you know, like yeah. that's what. Absolutely. Uh, because it's, it's deep. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, speak speaking on that too, man. Um, as far as what I seen, uh, watching your you know fitness journey and everything like that, I noticed that uh, it it appears that you have a uh, a positive mindset uh, to achieving um, uh, your goals. I would say, and uh, you know, speaking on that. As far as mindset goes, would you mind talking about, you know, what drives you, what wakes you up in the morning, what, uh, you know, brings you to go? Man, God, honestly, you know, God is the thing that wakes me up and that's the thing that drives me. Um, and I can't say that, you know, I always acknowledge that, but it's always been that that mechanism, you know, that it yeah. factor. And uh I didn't really discover it until my father had passed, huh. you know, because I always knew I was different. But the problem was that, you know, I used to try to like, 
you know, blemish it or, you know, let whatever differences I had, I try not to let them like shine or, you know, expose them. But now yeah. it's like, I, I'm starting to see that those are my gifts, like my ability to, you know, um, just be positive against all odds. And even when I mess up within myself, yeah. you know, I hope it's accountable. And, you know, I just respect that it's part of the process, it's part of the journey and, and just trust it. And that, you know, the, all the good things that, whether it be good or bad, it's working in my favor. And that's, that's something I learned philosophy called stoicism. Stoicism, um, okay. It's, uh, phrase that they use to, you know, cancel anxiety called morphati. And basically that means rubber of one's faith. Can you say that one more time? Amorphati. A-M-O-R-F-A-T-I. Okay. And that means of one's faith. Rubber of one's faith. You're basically saying that you know, whatever's happening right now, and I love it because I was ultimately working on my good. Um, it helps you stay present because in addition to loving your faith, it teaches you the, the phrase is supposed to remind you to stay present and to stay focused on the things that you can control. Uh, you can't control if it's raining. You can't control, you know, if traffic, if there's a traffic jam, but you can't control you put on the podcast while you're in traffic, you're going to be late anyway, make yourself productive, you know? Right. Um, if it's raining, you know, get you some hot chocolate and enjoy it, you know, <laughs> to be at peace yeah. with yourself. Whatever it is, you know, a more fati and make the best out of it. And most of the time you'll see that in those moments that you're like, man, this is not going my way. You know, those lead to some of the best moments, man. Like yesterday I got like the blessing of a lifetime Yeah. Uh, after I got, I mean, I've been through it this year. You know, from losing my father to uh, being homeless to just everything, man. Like, I've been through so much this year. And it's like, I'm I'm kicking down the door, you know, at the end of this year. Yeah. But, you know, if I would have, you know, popped myself or did something crazy to myself just because of a temporary moment, mm-hmm. I would never see, like, what this truly is about to evolve into, you know. And, and that's the message I want to really push the people as well like to hold on no matter what you're doing because wow. whether it be high or low it's temporary and you just got to enjoy the both yeah i agree with that 100 percent, man and uh let me uh also state too you know uh my condolences to you and your family you know for losing your father i'm sure that's that that's had a, a major impact um but it also sounds like you turn that into a positive by channeling that uh using that adversity that you came across to turning that into something positive. Am I right? Yeah, that's, I mean, at, at that point in my life, man, uh, I was so low. That's really like the only option I had. Like, yeah. I remember sitting in my living room. Um, just like, let me put it to you guys. Like, you know, I wasn't like either. I was homeless and driving around, no insurance. Uh, people looking for my car and stuff like that. Uh, I was in school, like, preparing, like, like a doctor. I had a, a 3.9 GPA. I used to spend my nights in the library until 3 a.m. I was one of the uh, top trainers and one of the top gyms, only if not the nation. 
I was yeah. very aligning myself to uh, like this for what I this sports doctor slash trainer at that moment. And uh, I was going full. It wasn't like, you know, I was cheating in life. It's just that I didn't put my focus as to who, like, passion was. And I think, like, me becoming a doctor or whatever, it would have did. I would have did fine then. I would have did well in it. But the fire that I have for the passion I'm doing now is just totally different. And that's what hard times they can do to you. You know, they'll expose you to what's really you as far as family, passions, and what's really real. Yeah, I I agree with that 100%, man, on, on another uh, level, too, because um, when I got out of the military in 2016, um, not a lot of people know I was actually going through a divorce at the time um, from my uh, ex-wife. And... Uh, that really just kind of put me in a, a state of, I guess it, it was two things. I was getting out of the military, so I felt, you know, this amazing sense of uh, freedom. Right. You know, because. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I could totally relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was pretty much doing any and everything I could do just, you know, for the sake of pursuit of happiness. Right. Right. And, you know, at the other side of that coin, you know, going through a divorce at the time. So. Um, you know, it was like a balance of two gigantic emotions, you know, one of happiness and one of sadness. Right. The, um, the happiness ended up losing and the sadness took over um, after the, the final process of everything. And uh, it took me uh, basically down to the point of my car being uh, repossessed and uh, working at a job that I was getting paid maybe like I think it was about 10 or 11 dollars an hour. So I, I basically just kind of like started at this top level and I <laughs> right. at this sub, you know, par uh, area, you know, I hit rock bottom. And um, what you were saying, too, when you hit rock bottom, you kind of uh, expose all the things that are supposed to be exposed. Right. You That's where uh, it's yeah. that rock bottom's good for you. I don't yeah. care what nobody says. That's just good for you. It's good for the soul, man. It really is. It's like it chicken noodle soup. Yeah, that's it, man. You know, on a on a cold rainy day, like we was just yeah. talking, you know. Yeah. And yeah. you know, it took me hitting that rock bottom, man, where I seen, you know, uh how low I can truly go and um survive. Survive, exactly. Yeah. And you know, it's that it's that that success mechanism or that mindset that we we're just talking about, like what drives us forward, you know, um, that started to come back to me. You know, once I hit rock bottom, I seen that I couldn't go any any further. <laughs> you know so it really just took took on a, a new life a new meaning um you know along with that after the divorce process and everything went you know went through I went through my depressed stage and everything else um I was coming out of that as I was coming out of that my firstborn uh my daughter she she came about and you know that wow. basically gave me a new life and a new meaning uh as far as uh wanted to stay alive and wanted to you know uh pursue um, you know, my purpose in life, you know, and that is to, uh, encourage others, man, but, you know, through, you know, this podcast, through social media, what, what have you, and also to teach people, you know, I love teaching and I love learning things. So this is, this is basically all summed up in one on the podcast, but I said all that to say this, you know, 
um, it's that mindset, man, that, uh, that I picked up to, uh, it's the persistence, you know, understanding the ups and downs that you go through, the trials, the errors and everything else, you know, it's the persistence that is, is that's what's going to, uh, propel you, uh, to, to outlasting all that adversity. Yeah. I believe that a lot of people would say, like, okay, like, yeah, persistence, but how do you do that? Yeah. And one of the things that I learned um, was to love my bottom, was to mm-hmm. love where I was. Yep. Um, was to love, like, uh, like, just even my mess-ups, my, my fuck-ups, you know, because yeah, I knew that it would, I would turn it um, into into like a win and that you know that's why like if um, i have a youtube channel called 3519 yes and i've made it my first video is just like the beginning of before i I lose it all and i wanted to capture that moment because i knew that it would be an opportunity not right now but you know i promise you three five six years ten years from now people will go back to that video and be like, wow, yeah. you know, it will be hope, you know, because of where I'll be in five years, people would never imagine, you know, that uh, I literally like picked up a camera, went on YouTube and just tried to figure it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and from that, you know, I learned, I discovered my gift, uh, a new passion of mine and, as I go down this rabbit hole, the vision is becoming more clear and bigger, like much bigger. Um, and those things, like I could just tell people right now, I mean, that rock bottom that you're afraid of, uh, you know, you live in paycheck to paycheck and you barely scrape and buy, man, sometimes it's just better to hit that rock bottom and figure out what you really want to do. Because I could tell you right now that, you know, if I would have never hit that place, I would have never be, I would have never took the, you know, just the crazy actions and the daring actions uh, that I've taken today. That being at the rock bottom and my back against the wall or between being in a rock and a hard place, it forced me to adapt. It forced me to really dig into myself and find mm. the truth. And uh, I, I just, I, man, like, I, I walked into a, a pizza restaurant and asked them, that, you know, if I can record their grand opening, and they did, and that led to a whole bunch of op- other other opportunities. I would have never done that, you yeah. know. Like I would have never uh, grabbed a camera and walked into a pizza restaurant and asked them to record something, you know. I just didn't have that that hunger, but now it's like I do, and I'm never gonna lose it, you know. Yep. Because I understand, like, the how. And this is another side of it. Yes, you know, I was working very hard, you know, before all these things happened to me. There was a lot of things I done differently to win or when their rainy days came, they've been in a better position. Mm. Um, I look yes. at a lot of my past financial decisions. Um, and just how I prioritize certain things and certain people and certain situations that, you know, I should have recognized at a moment, like, hey, this is going to be temporary. 
I really need to put my focus to this. I can't invest in somebody else's dream more than I'm investing in mine. Exactly right. I can't prioritize somebody else's feelings, somebody else's energy over mine. And that's that's where, you know, this real shift for me came was just really prioritizing my reprioritizing my values. Cause that's where it starts. That's that's the true ticker when you know like what's important to you and what category or what it is, you know. I think I remember telling you that for me, it's God, myself, family, and my career, you know. Yep. And when, as long as I keep those in the line, I don't, it's really hard for me to have a bad day or make a, have a, have a bad day. I know that I'm not going to put, like, this over this. Or I can't put that over that because I know that this order right now where I am in my life, it could change later on. Yeah. I have every right to change it. But right now, that this is what's important to me in this order. And as long as I stay true to that, you know, I can live with whatever result happens. Even if it's not the ideal or what I had envisioned initially, I can live with it because it's in a with value system. So if I got to spend a little bit of time instead of working, you know, night and day on something, I'll do that. Because I, I believe I am a workaholic in a sense. Yeah. Or, um, I learned that, you know, man, like some of my men, you know, that was so important in my life just passed away out of nowhere. Like just out of nowhere. And these moments that we got with the people we love are just very like short. I mean, when you really, really, really look at it. Yeah, on the grand scheme of things. And you think about how much love you have for these people and how long you re- really like to be with them and spend time with them. Um, it ain't it ain't much, so it's like you know, you know just to stop it with my mom or with my girl. People that are at the end of the day, if they not right, I can't. Work. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, and that's. That's a, as I grow my business, that's something I want to keep, you know, in the back of my mind when I go working with me. Is that like, and I'm sure as a, as, a, as a staff sergeant, you know, and a leader in the Air Force, it's like, if your people aren't good mentally, it don't, it's no point you have them on the floor on the truck or in the office. Like, they got to take take. Exactly. People can't do the mission. Got stage for cancer. In two years, they did overseas. And they were like, yo, you can't. can't. I can't put in a position to, you know, do whatever, whatever the task needs to be done. I'd rather you go home, take care of what you need to take care of, be at peace with and whatever you decide. After that, you know, we'll just handle it's all about taking care of people, serving people, serving people you know, that you feel like you're assigned to. And when you do that, I, from, you know that they, people will take care of you. It's not, people aren't as evil and fucked up as the world is trying to make it to seem. Mm. That's a lie. You know, that's a facade. 
you you're not pouring into empty vessels and things like that. But uh, I'm a firm believer in reciprocity. And even if you come back from that same person, it catches me somewhere else. So I'll always keep the faith and trust the process. Yeah, that's that's awesome, man. That's uh that's really deep, bro. Uh very pur- purposeful, uh your words, man. Good 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 use of words for sure. Um I I from what I heard, um the the principles, that was one thing I was gonna get into for the, the next topic, but you already covered it, which was great. Um from what I understand, the or how I operate with my principles that I have in my life currently, it's uh what anchors me and keeps me um from losing my uh I guess my balance. Right. Um, and it sounds like that's that's something that you do as well by contact. You said tapping in with your mom, tapping in with your girl, and tapping in with people who offer uh, not only you giving them value, but those who offer you value. Absolutely. Reciprocity, man. Yeah. My gosh. like Absolutely. It does. It, and that's not it's just not about like relationships with humans. It's about relationships with social media. Yeah with uh, your work, your passion. Mm-hmm. I remember watching a sermon by T.D. Jakes, and uh, I, I, I listened to, you know, all religions and things like that, you know, just as a yeah, FYI. Yeah. But uh, I was listening to him, and I remember him saying that a relationship cannot exist without reciprocity. Mm-hmm. That it defies the laws of life. Yep. If you look at anything, there has to be give and take. That's just a natural law. I mean, I believe that's a, a thermodynamic law in, in science. Like, if there's push, there's going to be an equal amount of push that you give. It's just how life works. There's a, for every push, there's a for push reaction, back. There's a reaction. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, though, those are just the laws of life. And if you try to, if you break the laws, then there's going to be pain. There's going to be trauma um, because that you broke the cycle. You know, just as rain falls to the earth, it must rise up again. Exactly. As just as the sun goes up, it has to come down. There's just certain laws that can't be broken. And whether re- whatever relationship it is, like if it's a parasite relationship, what happens? The host dies. If you break that cycle, if there's not uh, what they call a mutual relationship where people are benefiting that win-win relationship, it's not gonna it's not gonna sustain itself. And I started really like studying that, and just with everything that I'm doing. So even when I use social media, like I I don't follow a lot of people, you know that there's just stuff that it didn't really serve me. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Or like the energy I was feeling from them, it wasn't real. You know. Exactly. And, and now I follow a lot of like entrepreneurial pages, you know, things that like serve me and push me and motivate me that stimulate my mind and my, my creativity. And that's what I learned that, you know, in life, everything, a lot of stuff you don't have control over. Like you can't make the sky purple or you can't, you know, stop it from raining or, there's a lot of stuff that people worry about that just really don't have a lot of control over. But people, the things that people do have control over, they kind of let 
the rope slip through their hands with. Like they don't want, they don't want to control it. Like relationships, yeah. you have the right to say, hey, you know what? This relationship is not in alignment with my purpose and what I want to accomplish. It's done. Why? Because people value other people's feelings more than they value their their selves, their their higher yeah. good. Yep. Uh, I've def- and that's when you're breaking the, re- the the cycle within yourself because you're 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 giving out you're giving out you're giving out but what are you receiving back in nothing you're giving you're pouring yourself into into things that aren't serving you the way you want to be served and that's another thing is that a lot of people they think or they need to understand what they want from a relationship you know what I'm saying? Like, some there's some people that I don't talk to every day, but if they call me at three o'clock in the morning and say they need something, yeah. I'm there. You know what I mean? And that's just, and I love them to death. But just because of sometimes their mindset, I can't, I can't really engage with them on a daily because the stuff that we talk about or that I'm into, you're not really into. You know, and I gotta, I can't like knock you for your mindset or what you believe in. You know, I, I got to let you do your thing and come into your own enlightenment and knowledge of what it is that you want to do on your own. I can't mm. change you. But at the same time, I can't let you disrupt, you know, my focus, my vision. So our relationship has to be like this. I got other people where I engage in almost on a daily because we're our, I feel like our vision is in an alignment. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. So, but I had to be very intentional with my relationships, and once I started doing that and feeding, once I feed something and it comes back to me, I'm starting to see like I start to recognize like okay, like the more I push into this, the more I'm getting back. The more I'm pushing into that, I'm getting back. I'm pushing into this, but I'm not really seeing much. So I need to kind of pull myself out of that because that might be a relationship that's dead. And you just got to accept it, no matter how fond the memories that you have with that thing or that person or that group or whatever, you got to do what's best and stay true to your vision. Hmm. Yeah, man. Dropping some uh, gems, man, some some mental jewels, man, that that uh, that I think that everybody that listens, man, will definitely appreciate. Absolutely. I mean, like, these are just things that now these are just my opinions as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, I'm not saying this is law, but uh, just from being where I am or where I was to where I am now, like the stuff that I used to prioritize and things like that, you know, one of the most uh, Hey everybody, it's me and my baby girl, Zarya. Say what's up, Zarya. Thank you. Good job. We just wanted to make a quick mention on uh, social media accounts where you can follow us. Um, first, Darius, his is King Kirk ninety four on Instagram. Uh, that's K I N G K I R K number ninety four, and also his YouTube channel thirty five nineteen Holistic Prosperity. Also King Kirk. Um, and last but not least, our Facebook page. Now you know N O W Y A K N O. All right, let's get back to it. Just amazing feelings that I had was when I I started to like promise myself that I would 
learn to not care what people think about what I'm doing. And I noticed that that was like the a very huge stronghold that I didn't know that was in my life because I always thought I didn't care. But most of the time, you really you you care more than you think. Uh. And a lot of those things that you want to do, you're like, oh man, like man, what if people say this or what if people do that, and you don't even notice that. You don't even notice that 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 other people's opinion is a factor in how you make decisions for yourself. But it is. Like, for example, if you want to start going to church, you know what I'm saying, and maybe you're a street guy, you don't want people to see you as, like, you know what I mean? Like, as somebody yeah, I know going exactly. to church. You know what I mean? But you know that there's a feeling in your spirit that's saying, like, man, I really want to go back to church, or I really want to go back to school, or I, I don't want to smoke no more. Well, I, I do want to. I do want to smoke. I want to try smoking weed because I feel like it will help me with whatever medical or mental, uh, mental things that I have going on. Yeah, but I have the stigma because of what what other people think instead of trusting, you know, the the spirit and the and the, the energy that's in me. Yeah, that it's gonna guide me to the right place. And once I learn to stop caring what people think. And to follow and take my journey as its own. And ain't nobody involved in this. I just gotta do what's best for myself. And the people around me and my tribe, that's when things really, really click in terms of happiness. Yeah, because happiness is key, man, at the end of the day, right? Yeah, I mean, it's very, you know, about joy over happiness, but, um, yeah. Um, talking about uh, your your um, your what you were talking about the things that you can control. Right. right, right. I read a book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, man, by Stephen. Yeah. Have you read that? Yes. Yeah, book. Yeah, man. And uh, what you were talking about, man, as far as like the things that you can control versus the things that you uh, can't. You know, uh, your circle of concern. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, outside of uh, if you're looking at a circle or a diagram or anything like that, um, your circle of concern would be some something that's outside of literally your control. Like uh, you were just mentioning earlier about it raining outside or facing some traffic. And, you know, um, and then we talk about the circle of influence. It's the things that you actually can control. Right. 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 So what you were talking about earlier, you know, getting comfortable in the traffic by turning on a podcast or uh, if it's raining outside, not getting too upset about it because, you know, you can't control the weather. Right. And do to control yourself is your circle of influence. So things that you can do, you could get yourself a cup of coffee and sit down and relax and enjoy the weather and, you know, maybe read a book or something, do something productive, um, taking your mind off of the things that you can't control versus the things that you can Absolutely. And um, that just goes back to like a more body. Like, man, I can't tell you how many times where I thought I knew what was best and things should go like this and mm-hmm. they did it. And then when they did not I was like, man, that sucks. You know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm, as time went on, I was like, Ooh, I'm kind of glad. Like it didn't work out like that. Cause this situation I'm in right now, like, I'm kind of digging it, you know? Yeah. And- I could just feel like when things, whenever you get into a situation and you ask for something 
you know, whether it be from God, from yourself, or whatever you believe in, and it yeah. doesn't happen, you know, I always take it as is that it's usually like just something like life's trying to redirect me to something better. It just goes back to a more party that everything's working for my highest good. Um, so if, if this is no, then I learned to get better or get happy, get excited because I'm like, man, if this is what's best for me, but this, this literally cannot happen. Then maybe it's going to happen later at a more purposeful or, you know, impactful exactly. time that it would line up a little bit better. Or maybe it's no, because I've got something else that's really going to serve me in a more purposeful way. So I get excited. I'm like, man, like, I, I guess I don't see the vision yeah. all the way. You know what I mean? Because I thought this is good for me, but I guess there's something better for around the corner. And you start, instead of saying, like, man, this sucks, and lowering your energy and your mindset and start speaking these negative words into existence, mm-hmm. you know, you turn it, you turn your perspective, you turn your paradigm to like, man, like I got something good coming on my way. And that's another thing that I learned as well as what you look for is what you mm-hmm. will find. If you look for a bad day, if you look for an unpleasant time, if you look for haters, if you look for all this stuff that, you know, life or the world teaches us that, you know, uh, is a part of life, you know, yeah. that's what you're going to find. But, like, that's literally a choice. You could say, hey, like, I don't care. Like, this is good. This is good. Like, no matter what the situation is, you just say, this is going to serve me. This is good. It's literally a choice. It's, it's how you choose to look at a yes. situation. And you could say, like, man, I messed up today. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I hit my goals. All right. God willing, if I wake up tomorrow, it's another opportunity for me yeah. to get better. You know, it don't yes. stop. Yes. So. I'm agreeing with every with, with everything you're saying, man. Um, <laughs> this is really cool, man. Again, that we, that we have in this conversation, uh, I think this is like our actual first time, like doing you know something like this ever. Uh, absolutely, man. Uh, you know, and it's just like it's really crazy. It's such a special time in my and as it is in yours, but uh, there's so many moving pieces in my life and I'm sorry and a transitional phase phase yeah that like man like there's so much energy and pop is happening like I don't even want to say anything yet because my father taught me to do things and then say you know uh, yeah yeah like this into is don't do don't talk about it it's inception you know, brag about it in its completion. Because like, right. after that, it ain't nothing much people could say, do, or whatever. Like, it is what it is. You're just going to have to Like, I already did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it I'm is okay. what it is, man. You just got to, however you feel about it, you know, you just got to keep that to yourself. Yeah. And that's one thing I learned, like, not to tell people what I'm doing because people, they'll hate you out your, you have a, like, there's a little light you know what I mean? And they'll they'll blow it out. Like, man, that's weird. You know what I mean? They'll say, like, just really weird stuff. You know, <laughs> or that's weird, or that's corny, or, man, you tripping, or that's crazy, or whatever. You know, just these, all these other responses that when you have a, a very brand new idea 
can really like throw it off. Yeah. And it, there's power in that. There's so much power in your mind. So I try to keep things when it's in the oven, I try to keep it in there. And then when it's done, I take it out. Hey, and if you don't like pecan pie, then kiss my ass because that's what we have tonight. Already made it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, sir. It's already done. Yes, already in the oven. I love that, man. Because it's like, you know, your 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 work ethic, man. Like that that's the same thing that I get too from uh you know the the job that I'm I'm currently at now and just my overall personality is to like go hard, you know, whatever I do. And it's like I get what you're saying, like uh making sure that you're working on it and working on it and working on it. And then once the, the project is finished, then you'll present it. Right? Exactly. Yep, I agree with that, man. hundred percent. hundred percent. There's so many it's there's so much power in secrecy and focus. And things like that. Um, and for the people who really love you, to them, it's a gift as well. You know, because a lot of people, they really like, like I know my, my girlfriend, she's so supportive and she yeah. understands my vision so well. I mean, uh, one day I know I'm going to marry her. And, <laughs> but she, I know sometimes she says like, man, you're, you're, you are different. <laughs> like, yeah. You are different. Like, and it's it's because like, you know, like I'll spend like, I'll work at something from six p.m. in the afternoon until six a.m. in the morning. I just won't stop. And, yeah. and when I show it to her, she's like, always oh, like, wow, like you're getting better and better. And that's the stuff that I care about. I don't care about anybody else. I care about, you know, if I wasn't spending this time. This, I would be spending time with the people I love. And I like showing it to them to see, like, hey, like, you know, yeah, I'm not able to spend, I wasn't able to spend all that time with you, but look what I create. This is what I was spending my time with, you know, something purposeful that's going to help ultimately put all us all in position to do what we want and live the lives that we want. You know, that's what I, I like. I like going out for the hunt and coming back with the, with the lion and the bear's head in my hand with my and showing it to my family like yeah like, this is what time it is you know what i mean you got a warrior you got a warrior in a tribe you know yeah I, I take pride in that i love that you know but at the same time uh i had to learn that i had to let people take care of me and that was one of the hardest 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 things if anything i had to say you know why i had to go through all this it was to learn that you know, that uh, to that redirect my focus into putting people who will take care of me and then allow them to do it, you know, not to be this uh, I do everything for everybody type person. I don't need anything because that's a lie. You need people and you need people to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. Mm. Bottom line. Yep. If you do not do that, you will not elevate you would not elevate having the right people around you with the right mindsets that keep you uh, focused, sharp, energized, encouraged, man. Like it's better than money. It's so much better than money. Having a winter circle is what you're saying. A mastermind winter circle, a uh, conglomerate, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That, that shit is powerful. Cause you know, that's that's ultimately the vision that I have for myself. I love serving people, and I feel like 
that's the that's the mission but my passion is teamwork like i like i love like just the idea of just creating like this do you know how like the power rangers they used to all have like their little body part or whatever yeah on that little big megatron dude i don't even know what that shit was called <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but like i i love that idea of just creating like we all have our niche skill set and like yeah i know how to shoot videos but you're a great uh speaker and you're a great illustrator you're like i just love recognizing people's talents and saying like all right let's come together you know what i'm saying and i ain't gonna get in your way i'm not gonna get in your lane and you're not gonna get in mine and we just gonna come gonna share this vision and we're gonna make it happen to me like what's doper you know what I mean? And then at the end of the day, yeah. uh, you we your kids are taken care of, your family's taken care of, my family's taken care of, and we doing it all legit legitimate. You know what I mean? Like what's what's better than Bro, that? that's 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 been my my uh my life goal, man, ever since a kid, man. Let me tell you, like my mom, she's been a, a CNA since uh I was born, so twenty nine years. And, you know, she just got off FaceTime with me before I joined on the podcast. And she was just, you know, just talking to me on her lunch break. And that just had me thinking, too, like all the way back to when I was like young with her working 12 hour uh, shifts. I always had something in my mind uh, saying, like, no matter what you do, you know, you have to be successful to set a precedent. Right. To 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 establish a legacy that um, you could present to not only your children that you, you know, procreate, but your, you know, mm-hmm. your people who went before you, you know, your, your parents, your grandparents and everything, you know, because I think true prosperity, man, uh, is being debt free, man, being financially free to, to be able to move and do whatever you choose. You know what I mean? And that, that's, that's always been a passion of mine, man. So I've always had this entrepreneurial uh, spirit of me, you know, and I, I know you got that in you too, man. That's why I'm saying, like, we're on a like similar wavelengths, also, man. Absolutely, and it's always good to connect with people who who share that same energy because, yeah, um, I was like, I've always had that same mindset as a kid. I remember, you know, I would be like eight years old and I have to command my parents, I have some of the dopest parents, yeah, you know, of all time. You know, my mother had me reading Rich Dad Poor Dad when I was like eight years old. Wow. You know, so yeah, um, those principles and things like that. Like, I'm like, oh shit! Like, okay, this now it makes sense. You know, with the haves and the haves nots. Now I just started really analyzing society and this makeup. I'm like, okay, all right, like, yeah, truly, things aren't things aren't like you know, especially as a black man, you're always taught that you know white people are the reason why you're in the situation you're in especially if you grew up in poverty that it's the man or something like that absolutely and um (laughs) do i believe that there are some things that happen in history that you know really you know uh put a lot of like african-americans uh in some form of like bondage yes i do believe so but Mm -hmm. i believe that you know it's 2020 and that we hold the keys now. You know what I'm saying? That doing whatever you want to do that's keeping you in bondage, whether it be from uh, generational curses, from certain having certain mindsets, having 
having a poor man's mindset or um, and that's really what it comes down to just having a, a poor mindset whatever it is whatever category you are in in life just having that poor mindset you have the the knowledge right now you could whatever it is that you're struggling with you could literally like pick up the internet and find a way to resolve it yes yeah and that's the message that i really want to push to uh, not just african americans but all people who are are just really poor and or in that middle class place that you know the big money and all that stuff, that's a lie, that's a facade. You know, you don't need that to be happy. What you need is to be in a, put yourself in a position to where you're doing the things that you love. And sometimes that means having, not, not sometimes, that does mean having multiple streams of income. Yeah. But the main thing is just living a lifestyle with the things that you really care about. You know, a lot of stuff like Gucci and stuff like that. Um, Name brands. A lot of people, I'm not against that, you know what I mean? Because um, if I want a Gucci belt, I'll buy a Gucci belt, you know, if it's in my budget. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I'm not going to buy it to solidify my status or my wealth or, you know, just like it doesn't define me. You're true. If I'm going to buy it, it's gonna, I'm going to buy it because I, man, I, I just want a belt. I, I like this belt. It doesn't have any, it's, it's not a, a signifier of my status in life. And I believe that that's what happens a lot uh, in our culture. But the main point I'm trying to get to is that, you know, a lot of the stuff we get fed every day saying that, you know, if you ain't got this and this, then you can't be happy. If you ain't got a Range Rover or a da-da-da, you can't be happy. If you ain't got this amount of money, you ain't you can't be happy. Well, I learned, you know, honestly, like, I do want a lot of money, but I enjoy traveling. Like, that's such a huge, huge, huge priority. I, I want to experience different cultures. So it's just like, you know, you got to understand what's really important to you. Yeah. You think you think you want to have all that stuff and you get it and you still aren't happy. Now what? Now you slit your wrist because you done got everything that you thought would. Once I get this, I'll be happy. And then you get it, and you just like, damn, my life still sucks. Why? Because you're not really tapped into what's really true to you. You got to find out what's true to you, what you believe in, what you like. And you may find out, like, man, I really, I could wear some corduroy jeans and a turtleneck. I'd be cool. Yeah. But, you know, I really want to, I like cars. So I want to invest a lot of my money into cars. That's your thing. Do that. You know what I mean? But you got to find your number and stick with that. And work it because when you do that, you're gonna be in alignment with with your true self, and you're gonna find that things are gonna slowly and easy, not slowly but quickly, come to you because they are what's yours. Yeah, what's yours? Yeah, talking on that too, man. You know, uh, one of the books that you and I were reading when we were deployed was that. You know, and oh yeah, yeah, yeah man, that's yeah, that book right there, man. That. I feel like on that deployment, that's when my life started changing in in a good way, you know. Absolutely, it, uh, I remember, you know, I remember like our we were both just like coming into a different mindset uh, at that time, and like I said, just for to see how it's come full circle now, crazy, but yeah, I think we had these books because you have outwitting the devil by yeah. Napoleon Hill. Yeah, I had the alchemist, and I was like, all right, bro, like I'll give you. 
the alchemist for a little bit, and I'll take outwitting the devil. There we go. That was that was a very 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 powerful book as well. Outwitting the devil, like it did something really special for my mindset. So I appreciate that, bro. Absolutely, man. I'm glad that book helped you, man, as much as it helped me too. Like seeing uh, those books really just like inspire us for change in a good way, man. That's what it's about, you know. And just looking back on it, like those are real seeds. And yeah. I remember uh, my father told me, he was like, the books you read today in seven years, that's who you will be. And yeah. if you read nothing, then add it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if, you, if you're reading this, then add it up. You know, you're reading that, then add it up. And it ain't just, now it's just not books, but it's about the YouTube videos you watch. Yeah. Social media accounts you follow. Like, yeah. that shit is so important. It's Man. it's staining your mind, like it's going into your subconscious mind and it's altering your moods. It's yeah, it's creating a vision for your life and whether you know it, like yeah, it's everything that's where your life is right now, whether you believe in the law of attraction or whatever, it's it is undoubtedly a result of the things that you have thought. Yes, yes. As a man thinketh, uh, he he becomes, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, whatever you ponder on, whatever you think about most is truly what you will become. It becomes your reality. I agree with that 100%, man. And and a lot of people are like, oh, I don't believe in that. That's just like some spooky, mystical stuff. And you're just like, okay, like, I can understand that rationale. But just think about it like this, right? Yeah. If I watch... 30 days, I watch five hours a day. If I take five hours of that day and I dedicate my time to studying cameras for yep. 30 days, five hours a day. Yeah. Do you think, what are the odds of me owning a camera or buying a camera as opposed to somebody who's just saying, like, I'm going to own a camera one day? Oh, yeah, shot through the roof. Guaranteed you get it. Sure. Exactly. It's, yeah. because, why? Because I'm putting that into my head. I'm pushing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm creating that vision. I'm, yeah. I'm coming more and more like just in tuned and uh, informed about it. Yes. To where like, you know, yeah, I'm just saying like, yeah, I want a camera. I'm going to own a camera. So where I'm looking at the specs, I'm learning about, okay, this camera does this. This camera does that. Oh, let me look at this comparison. Oh, okay, like, this is the shutter speed, this is the sensor, this is the sensor size. Wow. Dang, it has that type of ISO. Like, yeah, you're really put, like, you're you're becoming fascinated. And that, I mean, that energy that you're creating, you're pushing within yourself, you're this, this world that you're creating for yourself. Man, I, I cannot stress enough of how important that is. And like I said, the things that you look for, are the things that you will find. So, like I said, like, now you walk past, like, you'll, before you know it, you'll, you'll walk past a little camera store or something like that, and they'll have a sale for the camera that you yeah. want. And a lot of people say, like, man, that's, that's BS or whatever. But the thing is, is like, let's say, like, let's regulate the law of attraction or whatever. If you do not do your due diligence to learn your craft or whatever it is that you're trying to get into, 
how are you going to be informed to make the right decisions, yeah. right? So if I spent five hours a day for 30 days studying what type of camera that I would like or just learn about cameras in general, if you take me into the store, you take somebody into the store who just says, I want a camera, I'm going to, I personally probably would know exactly what I want as opposed to the person who just said, yeah, I'm just here. Right, right. Because why? Because I, I paint it in my head as to exactly what I'm looking for. I know what I want. So I see I point it out. Exactly right. Yeah. That- you inform yourself, you inform yourself, you inform that you want in this life and then when, when you like oh my god that's the director of so-and-so Maybe nobody else would even recognize you hear what i'm saying like yeah yeah you're putting be like they were like that's just the average joke but you know like that's the head of of, of animation sorry you know what i mean like you because why you did your due diligence that's all it really comes down to is rep- inform yourself and then putting yourself to win. Yeah. I relate to that on so many levels, man. Um, you know, one example is uh the job that I work for currently. Um now this is something that I, I do enjoy doing. So um, you know, they say, you know, you're supposed to enjoy what you do, love what you do, right? Right. So I'm a life safety inspector and that entails me doing Testing and inspections of fire alarm systems, uh, sprinkler systems, you know, smoke detectors, heat detectors, automatic sprinkler heads, you know, testing that control valves and everything that's associated with it. Now, uh, one of the reasons why I like it so much is because it is life safety and it's something that I've developed a passion for through my fire protection career, you know, through firefighting, because that was something I've always wanted to do since I was about five years old. Right. Right. Um, fast forward. I'm, you know, leaving the military. I'm going through some jobs and then I land this, this right here. Now, um, it's part of the fire protection industry um, as far as, you know, life safety and everything. But it's different because you have to learn how to uh, disable, re-enable a fire alarm control panel. You have to uh, there's just different processes that is outside of what I was normally used to as a firefighter. Right. Right. So to get to your point, you know, I put myself in a position to be successful as fast as possible, basically by learning as much as I possibly could at any given moment. So I would dedicate literally, like you said, five hours a day, you know, going on for 30 days, you know, nonstop, basically until I became a master Right. So I've been working at the company for about two years now. And through me working really hard, doing my due diligence and everything like that, I became a lead life safety inspector. Um, I passed uh, some certifications and now I'm becoming the uh, uh, supervisor of the department. And the only reason I became that so fast and because I, I went through my due deal, I paid my dues, I positioned myself. Absolutely, and sorry, I'm outside right no, now. No, you're fine. That's a little noisy. Um, and th- that's just one thing I learned is just, man, there is no, there is no get quick, get rich quick scheme. Yeah, you, you gotta put in the work, but the work that I'm willing to put in 
it's different now because I'm doing what I love. Right. So me going hard or really rolling up my sleeves and say, all right, let's dig in. Let's figure out, you know, this problem. Like when, I, when problems come up and what it, my career for now as a videographer, I love it because I know it's an opportunity for me to get better. But if I'm not really like, if I don't like what I do or I don't love what I do, I'm like, oh my God, like this is one more thing, you know, that's, you. that's gonna, I got to deal with because I already don't like this stupid job. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. It's, it's having that passion. Following your passion. Uh, you know, how he basically like guides of, of him knowing he was moving in the right direction. Absolutely. And I think that's what our passions are too, or fo- following our passions to, uh, you know, creating our, you know, or living our dreams, right? And you know, yeah. following those moments, you know, linking up with people who are like-minded, you know, reading books, uh, following things that serve you, like you said earlier, and you mentioned, you know, I, I believe all of those things can be our omens, you know, our, our guide, yes. the moving yes. in the right direction, you know, position, positioning yourself, like you were saying earlier, you know, right. so I agree with all of that, man, and it's just, man, I will also say this, people, the main thing that people that I had to learn that I want people to know is that like it took so long honestly man because I've always had like this vision of myself of doing what kind of what I'm doing right now it took so long for me to get here but I never I never wasted any time to work hard yeah I never slouched I never whatever job I was doing if I wasn't passionate about it I I went hard in it I went hard in it and I gave my all to it because even when you have your passion, there's still shit that you got to do that you just don't like. And you got to learn how to do that well. And when you learn how to do the things that you necessarily don't enjoy doing and learn how to do them still with excellence and high quality, then I feel like that's when you learn to turn that corner to where whether you like it or not, you're just going to go hard no matter what. You know, yeah, this isn't a part of the the passion or a part of the, the process that I like, but it's necessary to fulfill the full vision. And maybe when I have more resources or money, you know, I'll hire somebody to do, do this part of it. But until then, you know, it's me and I'm going to do it right. Exactly. Yeah, because it's all part of the plan, too. You know, uh, all the, the little things that you don't want to do, if, if if it falls in line with, with, with your goal and your purpose in life, you know, you, you, you kind of have to muscle through it. And then, and then as you muscle through it, and like you said, man, throwing in that excellence, man, it it, it falls in order and it push it, pushes you even further into realizing your your dream. I agree with that, man. That's, that's amazing, bro. Absolutely, man. It, there's so much more to to learning in this life and you know I'm no expert I'm still just yep. starting out uh, but I definitely I feel like I have the seeds and the I guess just like the foundation to to reach that level of where I want to go you know like my my reality is starting to catch up to my mindset and the vision that I have and uh, 
you know, just within the coming weeks, people will really see that when I say like holistic prosperity and generational wealth, like people will really see what I'm talking about because things are are happening very, 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 very fast for me. Yeah. You know, and it's only only thing that I can say that has really changed in my life is my mindset. And that's it. It's all about the mindset, man. It's all about the mindset. You know, everything that we see around us was created through the mind, you know, for at one point in time. And that's a beautiful thing. I mean, like, you look at, you know, cars and iPhones and things like that. These are all things that are very, very real and to us. But, you know, you take them back to the 1700s or 1800s and they'll think you were right. a witch. You know, if you put on an iPhone, they'll probably have a heart attack, you know, exactly. and they'll hang you. But, I mean, it's not demonic. It's not satanic. It's an iPhone. You know what I mean? But it's because why? Their mind couldn't handle the this technology to fathom that this is real. And it's the same thing that, you know, those dreams, those goals you got right now, like, don't be in the 1800s. Bring yourself to, to the reality of now that those aren't just fantasies. Those are real visions that you have for yourself. And make them a reality, you know. Don't just look at it like it's an iPhone. Like, wow, man, that's that sounds crazy. I could talk to somebody, you know, through a, a device, or I can pull up whatever information I want through this device. Like these devices are so crazy. And if you were, if you were, if you could time travel through any point in time, I think even within uh, the two thousands, anytime like early two thousands, people will look at you like. Like yeah, like, what is that? Yeah, like, are you crazy? Like, what? What are you? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I keep that in mind that you know, even with some of my visions, if they're not coming, they're taking off right away. Sometimes, man, people just need to catch up, but you don't need to slow down your process. Let let the world catch up to you. Mm. You know what I mean? And they will. Absolutely, man. That was a good one right there. You said, "Let the world catch up to you," huh? Yeah, I mean, and I think that's that's when you have, when you're a creator and you have, you know, really bright ideas. A lot of times, they they will be so abstract and different from the norm, especially if it's a, I'm not gonna say original idea, but it's a very uh, outside of the, the norm of what's going on. Like it, it's gonna take time for people to kind of catch up to it. You know what I mean? And understand, like, okay, like, this is what this is. This is what this is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and being comfortable with being uncomfortable as, as, as well, because just as you said, man, letting the world catch up to you, uh, you know, it's it can be easier said than done sometimes, you know. Uh, oh, my think, gosh, think, yeah. Thinking about, you know, like you were saying earlier, too, like, we, we do, uh, we're making sure that we don't care about what other people think. But sometimes, right. like I said, it being easier said than done, it could be one thing that leads to another that uh, not off course. But, you know, when you develop that uh, that strong mentality and that mindset, you can adapt that, you know, not necessarily caring what other people think so that you can pursue what, you know, it is that you're, you know, going after. Absolutely. You know? Man, like... <clears throat> 
but yeah, I was just my bad. I'm sorry. I was just saying, uh, just being comfortable with being uncomfortable, you know, in in pursuit of that because it is going to take a process for people to understand what you're saying, you know, and your absolutely. Goal. And uh, the more the main thing is just like your why has to be super duper strong when it comes to that. That's what I'm starting to learn. And it's got to you got to know what that why is, and that why can't be based off again people pleasing or or uh, satisfying others. You know what I'm saying? It has to be something that's intrinsic and that's unshakable, you know? And if you learn how to tap into that, whatever that why you got in and you hold on to it, against all odds, it's going going to see you through. But life's test your why. It's going to really see, it's going to really show or try to show you or expose you to see, like, is this what you really say that you're doing this for? Because know for every person that's a leader or whatever it is that you got going on there's always a level or a test of obscurity meaning that you're going to be in a place to where uh you're just all alone with your vision yep and you're trying to create buy-in you're trying to do all these things and it may be for a while where people are not they are not they're not messing with it man they don't get it uh, and if you could pass that test on the other side, from what I see, and people very, very close to me, and just other other people that you know inspire me, like for example, like Tyler Perry, I think he slept in his car for what, like almost a decade, yeah, making plays, yeah. and he's dressing up like this old lady, you know what I mean, yeah, like that, that talks like real crazy or whatever, like. Who would have thought, like, now this man has a, a a studio that's bigger than all his competitors on a on a worldwide level. You get what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. crazy. That's that is crazy, crazy man. got to pass that test. And he had, you know, that's, that's another crazy thing to think about, too, which is cool, is he had that vision, man, when he was, when he was sleeping in his car, you know? And, yeah. you know, he... He did exactly what you said, man. He let the world catch up, man. And now the world is caught up to what he had back then, you know? It's amazing. Man, I'm telling you, it's, it's, it's so important to me. Like, like, so I feel like that's where I am right now, where, you know, I feel like probably people probably think I am like a little like wacky or whatever, you know, and I'm cool with that. Like that isn't, bother me because I just know like what's on the other side for me you know yeah you know hey man I could relate to that too uh I I would say recently um I say like maybe in the past like uh three months or so man I just had this like reality uh just just hit me where one day where I just realized like man like it really doesn't matter what people think right when you have a vision in mind and a vision in place to where, you know, like you were saying, weather in the storm, even on the bad days, you know, it's, it's what carries you through, man. And, you know, by me not caring what other people think, <clears throat> I feel as though I may come across as crazy as well. You know, when I'm uh, <laughs> posting like, you know, a podcast or just, uh, you know, something on social media, like people don't necessarily understand what you got going on. 
but that's okay because it's the vision that's keeping keeping you anchored and driven at the same time, you know, and that's right. that's also another thing too, which is even happier now is because I'm not dependent on uh I guess the value in other people's uh opinions as as far as uh, Yeah, or approval. Yeah. Approval. You you understand what I'm saying? So it's like Yeah. It brings me great joy, you know what I'm saying? Like when when people kind of look at me strange because I know I'm on the right path, <laughs> doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? So right, I mean like I didn't when I got into this, you know, I got in. I the reason why I wanted to do YouTube was number one, like I feel like I had a very strong uh, vision or voice, yeah, and message that I could share. Yep. And then not only that, but I saw the uh come with it. You know, I'm watching these teens talking about how they're making like a hundred thousand dollars and they I mean they just buy nothing but uh not assets but liabilities with it. And yep. I'm like, man, are you crazy? You know what I mean? Like if I had that much money, <clears throat> I know what I would be doing with it. But at the same time I had to take my hat off and respect that you know, all those young kids, because despite whether they're, they're managing their money, right. You know, that's who's, who's me to say that, but they're putting themselves in a position to where all they need is the right knowledge and now they can do it where I'm on the other spin in the spectrum where maybe I think I know, you know, uh, what would be right for that type of money, but I don't have it. You get what I'm saying? So I learned, I was like, all right, you know, I want to, I want to put myself in a position to where I can make the money and show people, okay, like, this is a way that you can really achieve like true financial freedom and then put other people's in, other people in position to achieve it for themselves, you know, really lock in with your team. Yes. I agree with that too, man. It, it's, it's having a, a, a dream team and like it's, is as cliche i guess as that sounds it's, it's like having having people what you were saying earlier man i agree with you know having people with diversity right with 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 different uh we were just talking about liabilities and assets that have assets that are different from uh what you can provide and the gifts that you have because having all of those different um gifts and abilities Bind into one man helps you realize that dream that much quicker. Not only that, but you know, it's yeah. humbling as well because you just you got to realize that man, like, like you cannot do this by yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't care what it is, and if you can, then you probably dream it too small, like real, like way too small. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Like, you need other people, and the more you buy into that reality and that understanding, uh, the more, like I said, you'll you'll look for it now. So now, when I see certain things, I see certain people. Like, I'm like, all right, like I, I get it, like I respect it, I I, I want to lock in with you. You get what I mean? But right. if I'm in this mindset as to where like man, I don't need nobody. I do this by myself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's cool, but... You ain't gonna get for 
you're going to find out, yeah, you're going to find out you're going to hit a plateau and you're just going to be either running in place for a very long time. Yeah. But if you get that one person who maybe understands this, has this skill set, because that's, I mean, that's what it really all comes down to is that we're so reaching that next level that we want to be. We're usually, they say, just one skill set away. Mm. Well. Whether it's understanding uh, social media marketing or uh, organization or budgeting or uh, just knowing how to execute your vision, like just putting action behind your words or the ideas that you have, just getting somebody like there's some people who are just really good at operations. I feel like I'm a operations person. I don't I just like doing stuff as far as like planning and and organizing. That's where I lack. So that's why it takes me a little bit of time to kind of get into a groove to really figure out what I want to do because I just like to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I might have to hire somebody or get somebody to kind of help me gather my thoughts mm. and put a plan behind it and then start taking care of, taking care of the steps. Like, I like the big vision. I like but the, the small steps to, to get there. Yeah. You know, I'm not really a fond of that. But – you know, if I get somebody on my team that likes those meticulous things, like, you know, uh, writing to-do lists, things like that, we going to win. You know what I mean? Because most of the time, those people, they don't really have, like, the big vision. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just, like, you know, I, I'm very good at, at keeping things in order. But as far as, like, these big grand schemes and things like that, like, I honestly could care less. Or I, I that's, that's just not what I see for myself. Right. So it's really about being very self-aware and understanding where you're weak at and where you need to improve and asking yourself, is this an area that I'm willing to do? I Like, is this a weakness that I feel like I can quickly amend and to serve, you know, the vision I have? Or do I need to seek somebody out and ask them for their help to, to make sure this is done right? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and that's just really about just being true to yourself. Absolutely, man. Being true to your vision, too, right? Being true to yourself is, as well as being true to your vision. Absolutely. I mean, you got to, people, you got to see things, like, clear. Like, yeah, like, this is a good idea, but uh, as far as, like, being practical, you still haven't got that down. Like, yes, it's a good idea, but how are we going to actually execute where it steps and you gotta be real with yourself like all right like i don't i don't have that knowledge right now so now it's time for me to seek that out but the only way you're going to do that is if you're true to yourself like that's that's the only way if you sit down and say like man this is good but it's not great yet you know what do i need to do to improve this or it's good in this area i got that a lot do i need to uh, outsource this do i need to find somebody to to do this for me or is this a skill set that I think I go on YouTube or buy a course and invest in myself so I don't have to pay somebody else to do it you know I have the time to really invest in myself or I have the resources to invest in myself learn a skill set and then enhance my business that way mm. it just really depends on where you at how much money you got what you got going on like a lot of stuff that I do right now I'm supposed to have a team but I don't have that team type money so I got to do it, you know, right. and it's no problem because it helps me understand my craft better. But I know at one point in time, at some point in time, to get to the level that I want to be at, I'm going to need a light crew. 
I'm gonna need a sound crew. I'm being. I'm gonna need other videographers. I'm, a lot of stuff. I'm just gonna have to let go and allow people who are truly passionate about lighting, like you, take over the lights. If you're passionate about sound. You take over the sound. You know, it's just being self-aware and knowing when to make those jumps and trusting yourself. Man, look at yeah, man. Just more words of wisdom, brother. I really, I really appreciate that too, man. Your wealth of uh information as well as inspiration man i uh i can attest and say that uh just talking to you on this this podcast man you definitely inspired me even more so man and i I hope it's likewise and this was this was great bro um i hate to cut it short it's just i got my uh my wife and my daughter that my oldest they just showed up and i have to uh be with them i had my uh baby girl with me too during the podcast she actually stayed pretty quiet (laughs) Yeah, she did. That's awesome. Yeah, man. But yeah, man. Like, I gotta. I'm about to get into a new apartment right now, so uh, yeah, I gotta. I gotta leave pretty soon here as well. Yeah. But man, this is like a very. Uh, I love this, man. This is super duper dope, and I appreciate you having me on. You inspired me as well, bro. Yeah. Um, just locking in and finding people who are just like minded. It's so dope, man. It's so it's so important. You know, I don't undermine it at all. No, nah, man, and I feel like I said it's it's very mutual, man. I hope we could do more of this. You know, um, you know, maybe working together uh, in the future, man, to to developing our visions and, and seeing them through. You know, absolutely, and that's what it's all about. You know, you feed me, I feed you, and we just it's just that that reciprocity. And when you have that, man, magic happens. I, I, I believe that. So I'm ready to do it, bro. Yeah, get there. Absolutely, brother. Well, congratulations on your, your new apartment, man. I hope everything goes well with the the process. Absolutely. You know, if things don't go my way, then something better. You know? Exactly right, man. It's, it's only another door to another opportunity. Absolutely. Yes, brother. Well, uh, blessings to you, man. Um, I will talk to you later. Absolutely. Take care. You too.